Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. Welcome to another episode of The Pulse. I'm your host, Rachel, and I am so excited on today's episode to be welcoming Ascension from East Tennessee State University. I have the director, Thomas, Braden, and Jordan, and we're here to talk about their recently released, at least over the summer, Ascension Level 1. So welcome to Thomas, Braden, and Jordan. Hey, folks. Hello. Thanks for having us. I'm curious because when we first started talking before we started recording, you know, you guys mentioned that you're a really young group and you just started in the last, I don't know, 18 months or so two years something like that and i wonder if you could talk about what prompted you to form this group yeah so we are a year and a half old right now we're going on our fourth semester being a group and we're actually the fourth acapella group at etsu there's two other student-led groups that are single gender and then we have grayscale our professor-led mixed acapella group and so my first two years i was in our all-male acapella group and from early on in high school, I knew that acapella was my passion, what I loved the most about music. So I went to ICCA competitions to watch. Actually, six years ago today, I went to my first ICCA competition to watch. And as soon as that moment happened, I was like, I got to compete in this. I got to be on that stage. Yeah. Uh, so being in the male acapella groups, it was a great experience. I love male acapella, but I was really missing that full sound of having both men and female. And I wanted a little bit more input control because I'm super passionate about this genre. Yeah. So I decided no better way to do it than to start a group myself. And I was prepared for like seven people to show up at auditions. I had no idea who would want to join me on this brand new adventure. Because <laughs> she wasn't the biggest school being a state college. So I didn't know how much we'd really have to pull from. And I ended up having 18 people audition for wow. the first auditions ever and ended up with 15 people in the group our first semester and I was just blown away with the talent that came out. Over two-thirds of the group wasn't music majors, which is really rare at our schools being the size that we are for it to be so just campus driven. And I really wanted a group that did something for everyone. So our theme, each concert, is decades. So we do a song starting at the 50s all the way to today, one song at least for each decade. And I really feel like that gives our concert something special because you can bring your grandmother, you can bring your aunt, and they're all going to have something in there that they're like, it hits a memory for them. And it's not so current that you only get the college students, but we do brand new songs that released this past year, the year before that. But we also do like Love Potion Number 9, which Braden had the solo on, and it just you could see their faces light up of like all the grandparents in the crowd remembering that song when it was originally done. So that's kind of like the whole purpose of the group was just to give something for everyone while allowing us to really do something special. Yeah. So for Jordan and Braden, what was that audition process like? What prompted you specifically to want to audition for this group? Well, for me at least, I had never been in anything like acapella before and the only singing related things I did in the past were in my high school women's choir or show choir at the most and Thomas held auditions and the first thing he said was you know it's gonna be you know through the decades so I'm thinking oh god because I don't know any decade songs or anything but what was really interesting to see this year was the 
diversity in the music that we did. We do like a lot of pop too, which is really nice. because That's more of like my style. And I really appreciate that. And appreciated Thomas taking that chance on me and Brayden and, you know, everybody else in the group. And, you know, now Ascension is like family and it's just like something that I've always wanted to do. So he provided that outlet for me. And it's great, honestly. Yeah, and and for, for me, this group, has it's really been phenomenal. I've had a great time. I did acapella in high school. I enjoyed it. I did choir. Uh, going into college, I did choir for a semester. And it, and it just wasn't really for me, the group. But this acapella group has, like they say, we really are family. Just so uh, to have a close-knit group of friends, it, it's meant a lot. Some of my very, very best friends in the, all of my college experience have definitely been been through this program. And I love old music as well. The 50s, 40s, through the 70s and up. I have all kinds of records over there. But just the diversity in the music, this group of people, it's just everything you could really hope for in an acapella group, especially led by a guy like Thomas having to learn these programs. It's a lot. I can tell he's got a lot going on. So I think we all look up to him. That's so lovely. So pretty soon after you got started, within maybe six to eight months, COVID hit. What was that like? Yeah, that was definitely an obstacle I didn't foresee when planning the group. We actually were, and I would say we were lucky and blessed. We were actually able to do our in-person ICCA quarters. And then the week after the semis was when everything shut down all of America. So we got through our competition time period before everything kind of shut down. But it was hard. There was definitely low morale just throughout the whole campus, not just us, but it really kind of hit us hard in the fact that we had all these plans for a big final concert. We were prepared. We started learning music. And then all of a sudden they're telling us to go home. And we were like, okay, we'll be back a month. We'll shut down. We'll learn it on our own, whatever. We'll come back. So we're like still trying to do this new video chat thing and record music. And it was just hard. So we kind of just took a break from focusing on new stuff and we fully committed to recording. We are the first student-led group at ETSU to record. Wow. As you're probably familiar with, recording is very expensive if you do it right. (laughs) So we put our heads together. We decided how we were going to fundraise through a quarantine season. So we did like a Krispy Kreme fundraiser (laughs) and tried to do all that. And we did individual sessions on different days of recording because we had to make sure no one had COVID to come into the studio and wipe everything down between times. So we did that. It took us about a month to do that because we were spreading everything so far out. People went home, so they had to like drive in to do their recording session. And we recorded those two songs and sent them off to Liquid Fifth. And then it was a lot of me and Liquid Fifth working together from that point on. Uh, And it took another about two months. And that's when we got put your records on and Animal done. Yeah. You know, you mentioned ICCA and you guys had a, for a, a new group, like a relatively successful ICCA showing in 2020. You guys came in third in your quarters and you won an award for best arrangement for Animal, which you had mentioned before. I wonder if you can talk a little bit about how Animal came into your rap. Why did you choose that song? Yeah, Animal was such a great journey for me personally. As I told a little earlier, ICCA had been like a dream of mine to want to compete and for a first year group, I was like, I just want to get us on the stage. I don't expect us to win anything. I just want to be there. And so I got the group together and we're learning the music. And I'm like, wow, we're, we sound pretty good. Like we're, yeah. we can compete. So I'm, I'm diving into my thoughts during the fall. And over fall break, I really dove in, listened to about 70 hours of Spotify, just going through random playlists because I wanted it to be something that it was new to me. 
And so I'm there sitting on the beach and Spotify comes up and this guy named Chase Hallfielder, his song of Animal, his version was in minor. And it just, it spoke to me. I was like, this is the ballad. This is the song. And immediately I had like all the uh, ideas for weird sounds. Like we do like a, a zoom in there at some point and like boas and weird, weird stuff. Yeah. I had no idea if it would work, but we but it did. And we worked it out. And doing that song live is probably my proudest ascension moment. It has this big giant drop in it and the very end of it where we hit this huge chord and then it goes into a little bit of a cluster. It gives me chills every time and it might not be as powerful to everyone, but like for me hearing it come from my mind onto the paper, onto the group doing it and there's video of us doing it live, it just hit different and it's something I'll cherish forever. Well, I think we'll let you all be the judge. I I can't imagine you won't agree with Thomas's assessment, but we're going to take a listen to Animal, originally performed by Neon Trees with the Chase Holfelder arrangement that Thomas mentioned. The solo is Megan Quillen and the arrangement MVP was Thomas Richardson. Here is Animal as performed by Ascension. Hold up, hold up there past me. We don't have a license to play music on this podcast. So if you want to hear this interview uninterrupted, including all the fantastic music that's involved, go to akaville.org and become a member. Thanks. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled interview. Oh, I loved it. That minor chord and that sort of spooky weirdness that you were talking about. Like it just, it comes through and I can totally see why it won that award. I think that was an excellent rendition. Thank you so much. Sure. So I wonder if we can switch a little bit over to what was it like doing for, maybe for Braden or for Jordan? What was it like for you all recording in this under COVID conditions? Well, you know, I think this has been a major shift for everybody. I mean, everybody's had to change how they run their lives effectively. But like we talked about last night, even at rehearsal, we kind of came together and mentioned that we don't want this time this year or last year to have felt like wasted time. And I I think that we've you know, done a, done a pretty good job at using this time to make us feel like we're actually making progress. We're recording, we're growing together as a group, you know, so, so I guess there would be a negative side of looking at it as time lost, but it definitely hasn't been that. I think we're on the same page that a little different, but not lacking in any way, you know. What about you, Jordan? Yeah. So I honestly didn't think it was going to happen, but I'm glad it did. And, you know, we're all very passionate about music and Ascension and just being able to do this was just Really nice, especially during COVID, because we all kind of need that something to kind of get through all this. And it went really well. And I'm really grateful for it. So Cool. How have you guys managed this past semester and sort of holding group meetings and like getting, you know, choosing the songs that you want to have in your rep for this year and, you know, sort of learning the music? How are you guys doing that? Yeah, so we've kind of done a little bit of a blended feel throughout we've kind of fought, we followed the school guidelines for the most part of what they were doing is where we would follow really closely behind almost like we were playing follow the leader so yeah. the school would make a decision and then we'd kind of go right behind it the school's been really helpful in getting us locations to rehearse that are big enough so yeah. at times we were in our auditorium and then at other times we were in a ballroom which is a very different sound too between the two because one we were on a stage in an auditorium that seats about 500 and then the other time we're in a ballroom where it's carpeted and it's really more for dance so it's such a different feeling that we had to adjust ourselves to what we're used to hearing and being in mass really affected all that too
too, because we're singing in the mass together, spread out. I think it's really the hardest to do a cappella in mass than any other type of music in the department because you have nothing to fall back on. You don't have a piano to help you out. You don't have anything but yourself. And before we would stand in a, you know, we'd circle up really close. We'd do different little things and you could feel one sound. But being so spread out over COVID, it makes you really aware of what you are singing and have to be really confident in what you're doing. So it's honestly made us better musicians, I think, in the end. But man, am I ready to go back to regular type of rehearsal. (laughs) Well, that that sort of leads me to my next question, which are what skills do you feel like you have gathered in this time? Maybe practices that you've found that are beneficial for you that that even when restrictions ease you might still do yeah brayden do you have any that yeah, really yeah. worked for you well i mean you mentioned masks uh, i don't think that anybody can uh, wouldn't bring up the fact they, they are challenging to sing with but but it's not that hard and it just goes to show that you know with a little perseverance if you really care about something if you really care about a group if you care about singing you can push through that the distance between people the masks not that big of a deal especially like you said they do kind of help you hear yourself better you can hear the the, the, the you know distance between you but it's not you know, you can overcome it if you put your mind to it. Yeah, yeah I agree. Ascension as a whole is really resilient and we're all very hungry for music. So we'll do whatever we can, you know, mask or what be. But it's definitely been a challenge, especially during like concerts and stuff, just getting used to the different sound and like the different blend with mask versus because we're not used to doing with mask. And it's been a challenge, but it's something we've been slowly working towards overcoming. And I think in the long run, we will. Yeah. Yeah. And to get back to your uh, question there, something I think we'll keep is I really like being able to be able to have each person kind of hold themselves accountable with video recordings. When we were on just Zoom and we like there was a time there was about a three week period where we had to shut down because of a little outbreak in the area. So we weren't allowed on campus. I had each person once a week just send me them practicing and then I gave them some feedback and then they sent it back. So that was a bonus. And then if someone was not feeling well, they just stayed home and we were already Zooming the rehearsal. We were meeting in person, but if you were feeling bad, you stay home. So Zooming the rehearsals really made sure that even if you had to miss, you were still able to be there. So that's something I'll probably keep in the future if someone's on a trip or vacation or something they weren't able to plan for. If they could take that hour and a half out of their schedule, I can Zoom you in and you can not miss the things that we talk about. You may not be able to sing the same, but like you keep in the group and active. I think active participation is the most important part of all. Absolutely. As you guys look forward to this next semester, as we're speaking, it's you've just gotten back to campus. Uh, What does the next semester hold for Ascension? Yeah, so on February 26th is when they're due, but the ICCA, we're competing in ICCA again this season, and we've been recording for that. So we just finished up about 45 hours of recording. We learned that music over the break. I finished arranging it a few weeks before Christmas, but I wanted to give them a real Christmas break. So we didn't start it up until right after Christmas. They learned it in about a week and a half on their own. And then for the past two weeks, they've been coming in and we've done at least two hours per person. So it's been a little bit of a grind for me, but (laughs) we are done recording and it's in the editing mixing part right now and then starting next week we'll start our video part of it so that's our main thing and then (laughs) concerts as it goes along and also Braden can talk to you we're going to be doing a valentine type fundraiser almost like singing valentines but he can touch on that yeah yeah we're we're gonna have some groups where we go and of course we're gonna sing for whoever what we're doing uh, for valentine's day but split up and do some of our theme song like love potion number nine that's a valentine's day theme song right oh yes anything we can do just this year to make us feel like that like i said it's not your wasted but 
but it's not, you know, it's, we're having a good time this year. It's a little different, but we're recording all of our set, like Thomas said. So we're going to mm-hmm. actually have each song recorded kind of semi-professionally, at least where it sounds good. You can keep it and always play it versus even if we don't get to have concerts, we can still have our music recorded. Yeah. Jordan, I understand that you have the solo for your ICCA submission. What was it? I, I won't ask what the song is. I wonder if you can talk a little bit about your experience learning it and then recording it. Oh boy. My experience learning this song was definitely, I'd compare it to a roller coaster. You know, there'd be days where I was just like, I can't do this. It's too many, you know, up and down. And Jesse, it's a stretch on my vocal range naturally. You know, I don't naturally sing the part that this song is for. And so that was really hard for me. But now I feel like I've gotten it and I'm fairly confident on it. And, you know, people in Ascension have definitely helped my confidence in that. But, oh my God, the song itself is definitely a powerhouse song. It is something I'm not used to because I normally sing ballads, stuff like that. So this is definitely a challenge for me in that sense, but it's a challenge I'm willing to welcome. Well, and clearly up for. I know that, you know, on Ascension Level 1, we had an entry from you. You you were a soloist for Put Your Records On. And I wonder if you can talk a little bit about that tune and how it felt for you to sing that one. Yeah, so I've heard the song before. I've heard it in like grocery store, stuff like that, but I didn't really know much about the song or who the artist was before getting the solo. And, you know, I would have people come up and say, you know, I like the way you put your own little twist on it. You know, I didn't want it to sound exactly like the original, but I wanted to kind of make it into my own. And it's also like one of those ballad vibey type summer songs, you know, very chill. And it's also a fan favorite that I feel like can span over like any generation, you know, which was nice because like any audience could relate to that song. It's, you know, just put your records on, you know, let your hair down and, you know, have a good time. It was just one of those nice songs that everybody could, you know, something for everybody, basically. But I really enjoyed doing it and I... So happy Thomas gave me that solo, you know, hearing it on Spotify for the first time was like, I was like, that's crazy. But do you mind if I give a little background on that story? I have a story about Jordan's first Ooh. performance of it that's super touching. Please tell. It was actually the first song that I picked that Ascension would do back about six months before the group thing. I arranged it. I had no idea who was going to be in the group keep in mind so I was like I don't know who'll sing the solo it is what it is like this I want to do this song I feel like it'll be a hit and so we get together and we hold our boot camp before the group starts first week together we're four days in and I'm like we're gonna go downtown and we're gonna sing on the street randomly for people and so we're, we go downtown and we're singing in an escape room somewhere in downtown Johnson City. And the acoustics are great. We're vibing. And we're singing that song and it's almost to the very end. And Jordan's mom shows up. She came down and she didn't know Jordan had the solo at all. And she hadn't really ever heard Jordan sing solo. And she goes into tears crying. And is it was so touching. And she was like, she just got to walk in at the end. And so I saw it. And so we get done singing for everyone. And she's like crying outside afterwards, coming up and hugging. And I'm like, do you want to hear it all the way through? So we just sing it individually for her. The whole group is bought in. They're like, yes, we want to sing it for her mom. We sing it for her in the street. She's bawling. Jordan's super smiling. Like it was such a touching moment to wrap up our first week ever being a group. That's the power of acapella. But like, it was just so touching. And that's one of my favorite memories too. Like that's what I remember most from that first week is making someone cry. And that's the whole point. I love it. Well, it will at least bring you some emotion, if not tears. We're going to be hearing Ascension do Put Your Records On, originally performed by Corinne Bailey Ray. The solo is Jordan Haynes and the arranger and VP are Thomas Richardson. Here is Ascension with Put Your Records On. Oh, 
hold up, hold up there past me. We don't have a license to play music on this podcast. So if you want to hear this interview uninterrupted, including all the fantastic music that's involved, go to Akaville.org and become a member. Thanks. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled interview. Oh, I loved it. I, I mean, it's one of my personal favorite songs, just period. And Jordan, I thought your rendition was fantastic and your arrangement, Thomas, was awesome. Sure. So as you look forward beyond this semester, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about what you see on the horizon for Ascension. Yeah, so it'll actually be, we're gonna, we're about to enter a new era for Ascension. I think the biggest thing with student-led groups is how to stay at a high level of success over a long period of time. Groups that have been huge inspirations to me are like the G-Men from Michigan. Michigan, yeah. NOCO from yeah. Illinois. Love mm -hmm. them. The Nor'easters, they're always at the top, what they do. Harmonic Notion from Vanderbilt, we love yeah. them. We went and visited them. The G-Men actually came to us yeah. and visited us over before COVID. And they've all sustained success over a long yeah. period of time after the original group. And so with me, I'm graduating this semester with my undergrad, and then I'm doing my master's at ETSU in teaching the next year. So I'll have one more year, but I'll be student teaching. So we're kind of transitioning into a period of where we're going to spread out the responsibilities and kind of allow the group to be able to happen once I'm gone. Yeah. So that'll be the next year is getting people in there while I'm still there and me showing them what I did so that it can continue on once I'm done. I think we've got the people to do it and I'm super excited about it. We've got a great groundwork and so the horizons are bright. I want to keep competing. That's our biggest goal and I just want to keep making people happy in concert. So as long as they remember to keep the, the audience in mind mm -hmm. and do something we're proud of, then I think next year is going to be great. And hopefully vaccine will be out and we can go back totally to normal. But regardless, I think it's a bright future of yeah. a lot of music for us. Brayden, what about for you? What do you hope to see the group doing next year? Well, like I said, I, I was in high school acapella, so continuing to be in a group like this is a priority of mine. It's the only musical part of ETSU I'm involved in. But yeah, I definitely want to maintain my involvement in this group. Thomas said, like he said, um, he's going to be leaving us at some point, which is a little scary. I don't let his false modesty, modesty fool you. He, he really puts a lot of drive into us. But like he said, I, I definitely think we have the people in the group now who are going to keep it going, people who care about it. And, you know, we'll just keep rubbing off on the new people and they grow up and, and take it over. So hopefully, hopefully we'll see many more years, at least another two or three on my end, for sure. Jordan, what about you? Do you have any thoughts about next year? Next year will also be my last year. I graduate 2022, so I'll kind of be ending that chapter alongside Thomas. But I do have a lot of hope for the, the underclassmen who will still be here. And, you know, given everything that we've managed to do in the year that we did is crazy. I think we'll only go up from here, given our great leadership, Thomas. And there's also a lot of music majors in here. And he's taught us a lot of things that I think will carry on to the group and the next generation. Well, I have complete faith that you guys are going to do great things both for the rest of the semester and going forward. I want to say thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to spend with us. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's been, been a pleasure. Honor. Thank you so much. That was Thomas Braden and Jordan from Ascension from East Tennessee State University. Thanks for listening to this week's The Pulse, only on Acaville Radio. Remember, Acaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video. Only at acaville.org.